What's up, you guys? I'm Maya Thurman. And I'm Holly Sanders. And we're just going to be talking about TikTok today. So I had this idea come into mind because I know that TikTok is very popular right now. It's continually growing and becoming very relevant amongst, you know, teens today. So we're just talking about a lot of the creators' rise to fame and popularity and what they did to get all of this success. So do you want to have, do you have someone in mind that you want to talk about? I mean, yeah, I think right off the bat, we should talk about Charlie D'Amelio. Yeah. The biggest creator on the app. Definitely. She actually surpassed one of the older creators that have been on TikTok since like it was music called musically like years ago and she surpassed her after only being on the app for like not even a year yeah i just think it's cool at the fact that she's our age actually a year younger than us yeah and she's so humble towards all this fame that's coming at her like everywhere she goes there's literally paparazzi like yeah. she's kim kardashian or something i think she's definitely inspiring towards her audience because it's you know she's genuinely just this normal girl you know, she was, I mean, I don't remember the video of her. I think it was her dancing in the bathroom at, like, her private school. And that kind of blew up. But that's just, like, the normal TikToks that, like, anybody would make. So it's just yeah. so cool to see, like. No, yeah, my question to you is, what do you think the TikTok algorithm is for just getting famous? Like, how did she just blow it out of the water? You know, honestly, I think that with her, before she was as popular as she is now, I think it was just the fact that, you know, she was really pretty, and I think a lot of people didn't know at first that she was 15, so a lot of, like, the videos, like, you would see on the For You page would be, like, duets with her, and it would be, like, guys, like, duetting her videos, being like, oh my gosh, and, you know, another good thing about Charlie is that she is, like, she's a dancer, so it's not just, like, all TikTok dances, like, she did competitive dance, so she does have a lot of talent and skill that, you know, goes with her TikToks and everything. And what do you think is stopping other people from, like, reaching Charlie's level? Because I remember at one point, there's a, a girl named Alex French. Yeah. And she was, she <laughs> rose to fame because people just wanted to overthrow Charlie. And they were like, give her the hype, the hype. Because that seems to be the big thing with TikTok. Everybody wants the quote-unquote hype. Definitely. So. Yeah, and I think the thing with Alex French is that at the time, this is when, so when Charlie first started to become popular, she did have a lot of haters more than she does now because at this point people are like, oh, there's nothing wrong with this girl. And there never was. But yeah. people were just looking for the next big thing. They didn't realize how long or short the hype would last with Charlie. So they were like, we're going to move on to this girl. And it was interesting because, so when she was starting to become popular alex french she got verified and then tiktok actually took away her verification and she just got re-verified like a few days ago and this was back in like august or not august it was, like october yeah yeah i think that's crazy and then yeah. the next thing is the freaking hype house yeah i just think it's so <laughs> cool that they have a house just for creators well now there's multiple houses since yeah. everybody wanted to join the trend but i'm just wondering how that works being in such close quarters with so many different content creators i know and you know on the topic of all of that i wanted to talk about cancel culture that is, you know, really prevalent, not just in TikTok, but like all of social media. But what do you think about, so we're gonna, look, we can talk about Thomas and Daisy, if you're keeping up with that. Like, how do you feel about that situation? If you know a lot um, about it. I definitely think that that's a problem with a lot of the, even YouTube, when the YouTuber yeah. 
when they started to make their own little houses, that type of thing starts to happen because they all want their little cut, they want their recognition, this, that, the other, but not everybody's going to get the same recognition when one person's name is on the lease and the other person's not, even exactly. though they might have established the house together. Like, exactly. it's just not a good situation to be in. Yeah, I think the whole thing reminds me of, if you remember the Team Tim situation, where they had the main creator and he wanted to, you know, get together and have all the creators in one house. And, you know, I think that they had the right intentions, but at the end of the day, like, these kids are young. Like, they're younger than the members of Team 10 were, and they're going to let fame get to their head. And I think that, you know... At the time, they might think that it's a forever thing, but it's really not. And as you can already see, it's starting to break apart. There are people in that hype house that are leaving. They're coming out and saying all these things, exposing the members. It's like crazy. Like, it wasn't like this when it first started. No, yeah, like, it broke out before it even really started. Like, they were making great content together. Everybody, that was when their stats were the highest. They were getting the most likes, the most views, most followers. And I think that's when Charlie was at her biggest hype, when she was at the hype house. It was. Because it's like, you're with so many other people, there's so many ideas, but well, you always have those dominant alpha males, and that's how the Sway House happened. Yeah. And they just end up clashing, because everybody wants to start dating, and it just really, that's another thing we could talk about. All right. How TikTok turned into a dating app. I know, it's crazy because now it's like anytime you see a creator make a TikTok with like someone of the opposite sex, it's like all the rumors are going off like, oh my gosh, I shipped them and then, you know, they're in some sort of relationship or I think it's a a lot, I will say, and I'm going to use Charlie and Chase as an example. I don't know the status of their relationship, I, I guess they broke up, I don't know what's going on, but um you know a lot of people were saying that it was just for clout and i do think that there are a lot of creators that you know they might presume to be they might appear to be together but they're just doing it to boost their careers which i think chase was doing with charlie and i mean i get it it's a power it's a a business move you know you're trying to become more relevant and chase hudson little huddy was like this girl is very popular right now let me capitalize on that Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what I'm starting to realize is so many other celebrities, like real celebrities, yeah. movie stars, TV stars, are getting on TikTok. So I think they're starting to realize if they want to be more prevalent in today's day, they need to join TikTok. Like stars on there, like Jessica Alba, Jayla, yeah. are on there, and I'm like, these are like A-list celebrities exactly. joining a kids app. And how do you how do, so how do you feel about that? Because I will say that I think it's interesting. I don't remember who the first kind of like A-lister was that was introduced. I feel like it was um the first one I remember seeing honestly was Hallie Mandel because you know he hangs out with David Do- mm. yeah he hangs out with David Dobrik so I think that was like the first one and I remember this was like over the summer and the comments were all like yeah. oh my gosh Hallie I think it's interesting because. You know, at once, at one time, TikTok was just strictly for, like, teenagers, people that really weren't, like, celebrities like that. But now it's kind of like they're infiltrating our little platform and turning it into something a little different. But I I mean, yeah, it's interesting, definitely. Yeah, because I think they realize that they need to appeal to people of our age. Yeah. So they're trying to get on TikTok. But what I'm wondering is, is TikTok going to fall off like musically fall off? Definitely, I think it will. I was watching a TikTok actually. It was part of Logan Paul's podcast, and he was saying how um, 
he gives TikTok another year, maybe two. Because I mean, think about it. Like, what in regards to social media, besides the main ones, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, what else has really stayed relevant? You know, you've had so many little, like, even, I mean, obviously there are things that are really short-lived, like a week or two, and then others that last, like, musically. That was relevant for, like, a year or two. Yeah. And then, I mean, I don't know. Well, my point of view is, I think TikTok has the potential to be one of those long-standing platforms. Yeah. But if we utilize it correctly, because at this rate, we see how TikTok is treating Charlie, how she gets Dunkin' sponsors, mm-hmm. and she's over here going to um, the NBA dunk like challenges and everything like that. I think that's crazy, and I know a lot of other people are going to want to be famous. Yeah. So I think that drive to want to make great content is going to cause a lot more people to rise to fame and make the app more entertaining, and I don't think people will want to leave. Yeah, and honestly, I think that TikTok should really adjust their algorithm because I think that is one big thing that a lot of people will say, like, oh, TikTok is now it's just becoming so, like, repetitive and it's, like, the same thing. The content is, like, not how it used to be. And honestly, there are a lot of, there is a lot of really good content on the app. I think it's all about, you know, what's presented to you. And if TikTok were to, like, adjust that way you see different types of videos instead of the same thing every time, then it would definitely have a lot of potential. What do you think about the TikTok comment section and TikTok um, (laughs) coming out and saying that they don't let like ugly people or people who don't fit the ideal body type like on TikTok, like the For You page? Yeah, so I, I have heard a lot about that. I think that, I mean, to, as a company, they're going to put out what they think they want their audience to see. And I think that, you know, the, the beauty standard of right now, which is, you know, the thin, skinny girls that, you know, those types of videos yeah. that you see, I think TikTok has the mindset of, you know, that's what's going to get views. And I mean, it does get views, but I think that it wouldn't hurt to have some like diversity in the, you know, in everything, the body types yeah. and the con- the creators, all of that. And I think those things like playlists and like mm-hmm. um, how they did a Black History Month, like yeah. that little thing. Mm-hmm. I think those are a great opportunity for creators to make more content and actually meet the people, the millions of fans supporting them every day and like Definitely. their content. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to wrap up our conversation for today. But thank you for tuning in to Holly and I's TikTok Talk. Um, and we'll see you next time.